This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeja Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Sirka Barakil, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Robintow, Sapa Chakwatul, Edwin, Arcadia Lunashine, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinno, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Miri, Suno Shikano, Celestau Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Kylin, AJ Brainswartson, Anathos Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Sipop, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Cheshire Saltiri, Celine Deloon, Wubsta Wolf, Face on Masher, and Severa. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Eorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Heidelin, episode 319. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and not Rollo Dez. No. Uh, we're Rollo-less today. No. He was feeling a little under the weather. Uh, so, um, we are... It's just the three of us today. Um, oh. It is October 1st. We have entered a uh, spooky season. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, today's main topics, we have a Eurogamer interview, um, with Yoshi P. Uh, there's a lot of Yoshi P today. It's Yoshi, a Yoshi P special. Um, yeah. so Eurogamer interview. Not and sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored by Yoshi P. Uh, although we are open to that. Uh, mm-hmm. and G- uh, there was also an NGC stream where Yoshi P dropped some more information about the delay um, for Endwalker, as well as MSQ, uh, the 6.0 MSQ, and I think the level 89 trial. So we'll de- uh, dive into that. Also read uh, Mogmail, speakersxv.com slash Mogmail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be answering questions from the syndicate. Um, first, uh, we have channel updates. We have we have a little bit of channel updates today, so um, we're going to talk about that right now. Um, it is October um 2022 uh so mm-hmm. that means spooktober i mean technically spooktober is already has, has started now because it's um it's october uh but we mm. won't be doing anything spook spooky today we're gonna do it tomorrow um that's when we kick off i think it's well currently the schedule is mana madame tomorrow but it all hinges on Rollo being there, so mm-hmm. might be subject to change. Um, but yeah, so um, if you want to know more about that, you go to speakersxv.com slash, I think it's Spooktober22 uh, to get to that. That's for audio listeners. I think there's a command in chat. I think it's just exclamation Spooktober. Um, <coughs> so uh, that's uh, Spooktober. Um, anything else we want to add about Spooktober that I forgot? Um, it's no. spooky. It's spooky. I mean, it transitions into the next topic. 
does it? Uh, uh, merch. Oh yeah, there's merch as well uh, on our our store. Um, you can find the link to that on our website. Um, I don't remember the link. Uh, the link is kind of stupid because it's a spring store, so I don't I don't remember the <laughs> speakersxve dot. Is that real anymore? I don't know. I'm gonna click that and I see. It, I mean, I think it works. It still, redirects you. Yeah. yeah. It's actually speakersxiv.creator-spring.com. Yeah, yeah. You can, if you want, easier to remember. Oh, you froze. Uh, an easier way to remember it is speakersxiv. Just go to speakersxiv.com and just go to the merch button on mm -hmm. the website. If you don't remember. There's a bath mat there. There is a bath yeah. mat there. Uh, I saw it and I'm like, of course we're going to have a bath mat. That is not Spooktober merch. That's just general speakers merch. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, you know, that's permanent. Yeah. Get your bath mat whenever you want it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Spooktober stuff. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some nice design. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, for those that um, were there when we talked about it yesterday, um, I have updated the design. So it actually has the full characters now. It doesn't have the cutoff at the bottom. Because what I originally did is I just, I just took the the logo, which is cut at the bottom. So I had to go yeah. back and redo it. <laughs> so you can get the full body now, uh, which uh, that sounds wrong. Hey. But I hope you didn't buy one already. No, well, no. Or I if checked. you did, it's I checked beforehand. Well, if you, I checked if you, beforehand. No one did, because that, yeah. you could have had a very unique that, uh, yeah. product then. Yes, yes. Um, Okay, uh, moving on. I have to talk about uh, some Patreon stuff because I get a lot of questions and now I just, I just want to finish talking about it. Um, so I'm doing it here because I know all patrons can hear this because um, we're all kind of spread out. That's kind of the problem. So um, I'm going to switch us over. Uh, I have a little TED Talk. Um, <laughs> little TED Ooh. Talk. Uh, where is it? It's called Patch Notes. I love the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, that's... Yeah, logo. yeah, it is. That's our Patreon logo. You've seen this before, beautiful. Mila. Yeah, I know. It's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, be it's beautiful. S, S P Q R or whatever is the. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so first I want to talk about Fallen Rice. Um, well, the reason why I have to bring this up is because uh, the way Patreon works here is that there's sort of two platforms that we're using right now. We're using Patreon and then we use Discord. Mostly Discord nowadays. I'll talk about that a little later. All right, I'm just gonna. Here it is. It's on screen. Um, oh my god! We gosh. have Fallen Rise ready. Um, so for patrons, you'll notice it's a bit of a gap between <laughs> public release and Patreon. It's because I like to have a buffer. You, you'll see that episode 11 will release November 5th for patrons, and then January 6th next year for YouTube, and then on January, <laughs> sorry, January 9th, and then on the 9th. Um, for patrons, they'll get episode twelve, so that way, patron is always ahead of public release. That's always how. That's how I've always mm. wanted it to be. Uh, so that's that's fallen rice. Um, so yeah, we'll talk. That's about That's exciting. That is exciting. Um, mm. Also, remnants oh. of a realm is coming back with the diadem disaster. <laughs> uh, so Crap. that will release on March thirteenth. That's like uh, far into next year. Uh, look at the sun, the sun, yeah, whatever that? it was. Yeah. <laughs> what a what Best a in slot if you were lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's March 13th for patrons next year. And then YouTube, sorry, April 1st for YouTube. Um, now, 
here's how this is all the content you're missing out on if you don't check the Discord. I'm just saying this now. So what you see with the red and blue is what you get as Master and Supreme, and then in within the green one is what you get in a, as a senior speaker, right? So there's all of the live streams for 1.0 and Secrets Return to Soar. All of those VODs are available in that channel. You can go all the way back to the very first one. It's all there. Uh, Movie Night also on Pat uh, the Patreon channel. I think it's called Movie Night. Um, I feel like we don't really talk about uh, Movie Night or uh, the Star Trek thing that we do because we do that every week. Well, mm. I mean, Movie Night is the last well. Thursday of, <sighs> of the month and then Star Trek is every Thursday up till till the last Thursday of the month, right? So every Thursday, there's a live stream. It's either movie night or Star Trek. Uh, right now, we've made it to Deep Space Nine. Um, mm -hmm. Also, which I feel like this is a big thing. The Eurovision live coverage is still available. It, it's just, it's been archived. It's locked. You can't talk in there anymore. But the last messages are literally all of the episodes listed. So you can watch the entire Eurovision thing. Uh, and of course, access to questions from the syndicate. Uh, and that's all on Discord. Mm -hmm. On the Patreon website, you are only getting the podcast in video and audio form. And then, of course, all the major releases. Uh, and the reason why is because I hate the UI on Patreon. <laughs> I hate posting on it because sometimes it crashes while I'm writing the description. So... Um, if you want the, the more interactive stuff, like I mentioned in this one, make sure you go to the Discord to check. Because a, a, a lot of messages come in like, where is this? Where do I go to get this? <laughs> it's here. It's on the Discord. So please go there. Um, was there anything else? It's, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, on, it's on Discord. That's where it's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's Chronicles of a Realm, which... Uh, will wow, wow, wow. remain Patreon exclusive now. Um, that's continuing, and I will finish the Ulda story, but <laughs> you're gonna have to wait for this one <laughs> because I this is like I do this when there's nothing else going on, like when I feel like I can do other projects. That's when I do this. Um, so um, there you go. That's uh, that's where you can find all your stuff. Um, well, thank you. The end of the presentation. Do Th you have any printouts? Do you <laughs> yeah, just showing some. Oh, I was thinking about that. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, now you know. Now you know. Okay. Now we can move on to the main show. Let's jump into uh, recent events. Whoo! Okay, um, this uh, this is recent events. Uh, in the first recent event, a very <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, this is the first. Uh, no, this is not the first. <laughs> okay, Whew. this is Earth, not the first. Um, this is a weird announcement. There is a, 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 a post um, was posted on the lodestone. Um, mm. Announcing the their news is announced. <laughs> yeah, uh, where the, the, they announced the, the temporary suspension of online store gift code purchases. Oh, no. 
I know it's it's a big deal in preparation for a renewal of the online store gift code purchase feature scheduled for late October. Gift code purchases will be temporarily unavailable starting from the maintenance of September 27th and lasting until the renewal is completed. Uh, but gift code, code purchases, uh, sorry, gift codes purchased prior to the maintenance can still be used after September 27th. Uh, we apologize for any inconvenience. So there you go. Am I gonna launder my money now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, laundering your money through fourteen <laughs> online store purchases. Mm. I've got hundreds of thousands of fat cat mounts <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to sell them. Uh -huh. I'm curious as to what this is. Yeah, like what? What do they like, mean? Uh, maybe they're getting. Maybe more they're keys. changing some back end stuff. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe the the keys have run out. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're increasing the size of the code so they can have more. Yeah, keys. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That means uh, temporary suspension of all giveaways uh, for fourteen streamers. I mean, well, if they have the keys already, they should work. Well, yeah, that's but... true. Yeah, you just can't buy new ones right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so there you go. Very exciting news. Um, yesterday was a big day. 12, sorry, 14, oh god, numbers. 1.0 turned 12 yesterday on Ooh. September 30th. Wow, congratulations. Congratulations. It, well, it's, uh, well, I mean, rest in peace. Turned 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it always brings up the question where where would we be in the game today if oh. it had continued? And I think we. we I don't think briefly. we'd have even got to Ishgard. We would have been in Ishgard. Def that that was Maybe always just. planned to we, be the first expansion. I think we would have got to Ishgard, and that's as oh far yeah, as but with Tanaka's leadership. Well, Maybe you know like what? I'm going to say something here that I'm going to defend him on one thing. I think it would have been more focused on Eorzea. And I yes. think we would go to Ishgard first. We would go to Alamigo next and only Alamigo. And then we would probably, we wouldn't, I don't know if Doma was ever a thing that they had thought of at all and i think we would go to garlemold next i think that would be the I mean, the how it would go with tanaka is there the any records of anything mentioning doma at all in one point no no uh there is Not a mention there's actually a mention of a re they rewrote like there was um oh god dalmasca but it was called nalmasca or something um now mask yeah that that was mentioned as being over there but that, that's a garlean province i think uh oh yeah mm. old uh charlian as well obviously we would have finished the map that we were presented in 1.0 with all the settlements on it all of those would be a uh, thing but i think the ultimate one would be like the end walker of tanaka's 1.0 would be eorcia versus garlemold i think that's yeah. how it was trying to build it um back then so yeah, but that would have been gone interesting. to Ishgard and it wouldn't have had any snow. It would have been so Yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Weird, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. So well in an alternate in universe world, that has happened. Maybe in this world Charlian would have been the snowy region of Eorzea. Oh, now that would have been interesting. Wasn't Charlian like further down? Like it was where it's in Dravain it's like the lower part of Dravania. It's in Dravania, which is like on the same 
it's like at the same. Yeah, that's true. They could have maybe done it, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, happy birthday. Well, rest in peace. Happy Robins birthday. Robins in one point oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they um friendly like they are in in that one, or were they enemies sure they were friendly ones? I think so. I don't. How big was like the beast tribe, like friendly beast tribe? There was no style gameplay. There wasn't really any of that, was there? There was no beast tribe stuff. No, really. Well, they were all enemies, like Sahag and or whatever, or Kobolds, if there mm -hmm. were any. You had them assaulting yeah. things in Hamlet defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were definitely on the enemy face back then. I don't think there were. I'm trying to think back, but nowadays, like a realm reborn again and one point, I was just melding together. I'm trying to imagine if there's like. Any goblins in Limsa, but I'm just thinking about the Realm Reborn ones, uh, the Keykern and all that. Um, no, I don't. I don't remember. But um, oh. that would have been interesting as well, because we've twisted it to be like, or not twisted it, but we've like pivoted to being like beast tribes are essentially just like us. They're just we've just yeah oppressed them. That's exactly them. what I was thinking. I was like wondering in in Hanukkah's world. Would it ever have come around to the point where beast tribes are on, or tribes are on the same level as yeah, broken races of Eorzea? Because they would, would they forever be a second class. Yeah, it would have. I think they'd have always been enemies. Because in one point, they were definitely the enemy, like big E enemy. Uh, they were attacking hamlets, and yeah, it was bad. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, that's it with uh, 1.0. Uh, now we can move on to the stuff that Yoshi P had to say on the um, NGC Twitch stream. Um, if anyone knows what that means, please let us know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, um, this is this comes to us from uh oh god i i literally meant to put their name in but i didn't um it's m killaby there you they've, go they've done things before for, yeah that we've discussed on the podcast yeah i'll just read the post yesterday ngc's twitch channel streamed the final part of endwalker's msq guest starring yoshida here are some highlights from the stream commentary. Yoshida discussed the reasons for the two-week delay to Endwalker's release date, commenting that, while not on the only reason, an important reason was making alterations to some of the final scenes and NPC dialogue in Ultima Thule before entering the Dead Ends. He says he selfishly decided to go for the delay instead of going another ten years, regretting not putting it in. I feel like we've... I feel like we've heard this before in a in a similar. I don't think it was. I, I can't remember if they directly said it was like from the Ultima Thor section of the MSQ. Well, yeah, he did. It was said that yeah, it was MS or like plot related, but it wasn't said yeah. exactly where it was right. or where it was in the story. Yeah. Um, and then Emmett Selk's final speech, where he gives you that list of locations for us as SM to discover, wasn't there originally, but it was felt that this section ended too quickly, so it was added. That's nice. I'm glad they added that. Yeah. The mm. game was speculation. I mean, yeah. If you read the next sentence, it, it yeah. makes a lot of sense as well. Ishikawa was worried that people would stop at 6.0, so he decided to add the speech, and that's what I was going to say as well. It's like it's, it was... Um, it would. It was uh, nice to know that there was something coming after this because it was very final. Remember yes. the how they presented mm -hmm. Endwalker's like, oh, it's the end of the adventure. It's the end of the arc. 
Uh, so it was nice to know that, you know, there's still stuff around. And of course, we knew there was stuff around. I mean, yeah. a lot of Aorcia itself hasn't really been explored either. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's some stuff on the Heidelin fight. Uh, the fight was designed so that all the trust NPCs would be able to deal with the mechanics. So, you would hope so. <laughs> yeah. But that's interesting, though. That's like a change in how they do it. Is like now they're designing the fights a trial with trust mm. NPCs in mind. So not necessarily a positive in all respects because mm. the AI in this game is I know, but spectacular, it, so it, it does reduce. I think that the battle designers will think like you, Mela, and they will push the AI to fit yes, they what will. they mm. want. So it, it's it's better. possibly a good thing as well in that sense. But it doesn't matter for the actually good, like the extremes anyway. They're the, the good fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. The normal version just needs to be cinematic. So. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, well, don't they design... How does that actually work? Because usually how what they do is they do the... Ex they The base fight is the extreme fight. And then they they modify it. But here they say that they design they design it. I wonder at what point they do it. Do they design the extreme one with try with and no? NPCs I don't. I suspect they wouldn't. I suspect they would design the extreme. So fight, when they see scale what it down, is when they do. Yeah. That. See. Yeah. yeah. They'd see what the NPCs can probably deal with in the extreme version of the fight. See what they can't deal with, and then alter them for the normal mode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's deliberately designed that Astinian greets the mechanics early in the fight, but gradually plays it safer and avoids more as time goes on. That's mm. funny. I like what that they put... Say, because I feel like she's the bigger <laughs> problem. Yeah. Yeah, she's always a problem in, in dungeons. Yeah. Astinian, you think, would be more cautious, but I suppose he is Dragoon. He is, yeah. Uh, when Heidelin commands you to read the flow of the ether... Uh, Yostola executes all the mechanics that follow perfectly. Mm. Makes sense. And it makes sense. Yeah. I like that they have little, they have personality in their, uh, how they work. They're not just like generic AI reactions to mechanics. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is uh, some more comments on the Endwalker main story. Yoshida says that after returning from Elpis, Emmet Selk's narration changes so that now it sounds like he knows the truth of everything. What does this mean? Because it's not like once we go to Elpis that he has all this understanding. I would suspect that he regained his memories when he died. Yeah. Yeah, surely that's the... Yeah, that it, might now, be. Now he's sort of... It all fits together and he's like, ah, oh, that's yeah. what I was thought it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess so. Uh, within his lifetime, we'd already been there anyway when he was originally with us. Yeah, and then had yes. his memory wiped. Mm -hmm. So it must just. Be I just. Nice and I nice mean, I thought that. he got his memory back when. I mean, maybe the idea is that like once Hitler Davis got back, but that was after the moon. That mm. like then yeah. things really f came into place for him. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, they hadn't come up with Dynamis as a concept yet when Shadowbringers was released. That was evident. That's very, very evident. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that it was even as late as Shadowbringers that they didn't know what it was. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oof. Incredibly tacked on feeling. <laughs> but it's nice, I guess. It's fun to have something I, new to explore. 
We've discussed. I know that some people feel that it's tacked on. I personally don't think it's like that out of place. I think they're able to justify it pretty well for the most part. Yeah, they're able to make it fit in reasonably well, I think. Yeah. But it did just sort of come out of nowhere. It did. I mean, it did come out of nowhere. We, I mean, it, the, the even within the development team, it came out of nowhere. Well, where, yeah. <laughs> clearly, but you know, it is what it is. It, it the when it is introduced, I feel like it's done properly, so it doesn't feel that weird. Um, yeah. Even I though think the I only mean, thing I don't like much is the sort of the Thavnerian side of it, because uh, they're like, oh, we've always had this concept of Akasha. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, they have the concept. Oh, no. They have the concept of Akasha, but uh, like even Nidhana said that like it's not a commonly like studied that's or true. understood yeah. branch of magic. It's just something they gave a word to. I mean, that's the same way in in the real world. We some countries have names, words for the concepts that other countries don't, even though they both understand it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind it anymore. But it it is. Yeah. I mean, the more you think about the the past in the game though the less the more pop-up it feels because we've had like mm. pretty deep dives into how the world works with ether like we went heavy into how the world is made up of ether and at no point did anyone ever mention dynamis or akasha in any way yeah as like oh there's a foreign concept you know what i mean so that's how it felt like to me but and ether mm. was sort of shoehorned into I, fitting into more and more concepts as it went on yeah as well. yeah but then again mm -hmm. It was introduced well. I think it was fine. They just had to do it. They that was just the concept for the expansion. And, so, and one of the things that they've reinforced throughout the expansion is that like, uh, Aetherus is a particularly ether dense planet. Right. So that like places that are more influenced by um, <coughs> Dynamis in general are places that are in space. Yeah. Which probably yeah. aren't places we're going to be visiting anytime soon. Right. Right. Uh, okay, after the voice recording for Heidelin slash Venar was finished, her voice actress, uh, oh god, Inno, Inno yeah, said that Inno she, yeah, said that she felt her earlier lines lacked the appropriate strength and intelligence for the character. So, on her request, almost all the lines were re-recorded. So I read Diva. on the Reddit thread that. <laughs> So I read on the Reddit thread that this this voice actress is only 17. That's remarkably insightful for someone so young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Uriange's scene with Monbrida's parents was the scene with the highest number of retakes in voice recording. That was probably my favorite that. scene in the expansion. It's probably yeah. my favorite scene as well. Yeah. Uh, the devs wanted people to hate Hermes and Meteon at a ratio of about six to four, <laughs> but it ended up more like nine to one. No. <laughs> what? Okay, so what? Funny way can, of re can, I, this. can I ask? Can, can I ask? How do you interpret that sentence? Because I don't know. It, I'm I, okay, Mela. How do you interpret that sentence? People should hate the two characters of Hermes and Meteon. Like six people should hate them, to four people should like them. Yeah. No, that is not what is meant by this sentence. Is what I've read, what was what I got from reading the thread further. Six, what it's saying is six people should hate Hermes compared to four people hating Meteon. Oh, that's a weird phrase. Is, what is, actually doesn't... Meant, is mm. what is actually meant by this sentence. So what it ended up being is that many people hated Hermes much more than people ended up hating Meteon. That's I a... find that hard to believe. I would have imagined it more the other way around. Mm. Well, not that nine more people to would one. hate Meteon. Yeah. 
that much? Nine to one? Not not nine to one, no. I would I... go with it. I mean, Six it's because people meteor. don't think that it's Meteon's fault, and also because she's a cute little girl. Yeah. Why did they write it to like that? That that's confusing. Okay, so okay, yeah. All I right. thought it was very confusing as well. That's what I I interpreted the same way that you guys did until yeah. I went further through the the Reddit thread. So really, yeah. nine. Wow, that's okay. I mean, sure. Mela is the one. I guess in this group that really mm -hmm. hates Meteon, <laughs> which interesting. I mean, I don't hate either of them. I think this is just a percentage of people that hate. Hate is a strong word. I don't think I'd hate yeah. either of them either. Um, I don't like them particularly much, but that's the game's fault more than anything. I think for making them such quickly introduced characters. I right. just we've been through this, but I don't think they're developed think... strongly enough to get and yeah, to we... make that decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frustrated. They could have been like the word excellent characters if they'd had, if it had just been split into the two expansions. These could have had so much development. Yeah, yeah. And when you finally get to that tragic moment where, you know, Hermes has at the end of his tether and like he has no options left. Yeah. Then it would have been more dramatic, I think. But they're fine. I don't care anymore. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, we've that's... established Rollo and I are much higher on Hermes and Meteon than Nikhil yeah. and Yeah. 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 I am. I think I'm like. I lo I you think her is a, is a better character. Is a good character. I think he was not given enough time to mm. Uh, mm. develop in the story. Uh, that's all. Yeah. Meteon. Yeah. <laughs> girl. Whatever. Bird well, girl. Well, mate, the thing the thing about Meteon <laughs> is that she is barely a character, and she's designed that way. Yeah. She's designed entirely as an AI, essentially. Yeah. to do what she's told. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yoshida cried the most over the Orianje scenes. He has a lot of feelings for Orianje, and oh. Alphino in particular. That's understandable. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think Orianje I mean... has always been made to be this, like, very adult, like, well-grounded character, and he's not really given the time to be emotional. Right. Yeah. He has I to be the dad of the group, whatever, or more. The, I don't know, well, the I feel leader. as if, like, Rianche, when you, like, he presents himself as being particularly mature, but when you dig down into it, he's, you can tell that he is the youngest between him, Yishola, and Thanklin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he, he, yeah. I think internally he's much more uh, vulnerable than he lets on. Yeah. Also, Yoshi P's attachment to Alphino makes sense. He's essentially the surrogate protagonist besides the mm. Warrior of Light. He's, mm. Like, even over Elize, he Alphino has been alongside us since 2.0. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Uh, it was brought up whether Thancred and Reen <gasps> might be able to reunite. Yoshida no. said that while currently they can't, Thancred has no regrets. <sighs> Thank God. Yes, Reen, stay in your expansion. I don't know why you think. I, I mean, I know that you're attached to this, but I'm pretty sure she's at some point in this game's lifespan, she's going to re-enter the story, Mela. Oh God! When the when the shard arc comes to an end, Mela, she's going to play a huge role in in the story. Uh, she's going to be she's going to be gosh. the Yostola of that that mm -hmm. yeah. Um. 
Okay, um, the devs struggled with what dialogue options to put in for the final encounter with Xenos, since players each have their own feelings about him. They sure do. He says that there is no correct answer to the final question Xenos asks us. Th that, I, that I can't deny. Think what you will, but I'm not letting you leave this place, or I've had enough of you. It ends here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. There, there couldn't be a, a right option there because well yeah yeah go on Gary. the impression i've also gotten is that i don't think as with the concept that you have to fight xenos i don't think they would have ever been able to write a particular line that could satisfy some people as right i've gotten the impression yes that's true no that uh, was a weird scene <laughs> yeah it was a that's little a weird and <clears throat> van walker was Oof. quite weird is this only on my end that mail is stuttering, or is it? Oh, oh no, I'm I'm having issues with Discord. Oh, is di oh, no, we having a Discord it, day today? Because Georgi also no, froze for is, a second. It pauses every well, that now and then. Happens. Yeah, but that's true. It's, the issue is much harder. Is much more obvious with mail for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, that was a weird scene. It, it, it was a weird. It was kind of like. Yeah, we've talked about this a long time ago now, but it's weird when it happens because it feels like my character, I break character for a second just to do mm -hmm. that like weird like thing that you do when you'd say that. I don't know. It was a weird option you pick. Yeah, but even the, I picked the one that I thought, I mean, these are none of them I probably would say. I just say fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I just don't like Xenos. So uh, to me, it was like whatever I pick here, it, it's not going to match. Um, okay. I mean, I did pick I've had enough of you, it ends here. But my wow. character's like... He just saved the day. I don't fucking and care. I, I hate I, the, his guts. I think Rollo I think Rollo and I both picked that, I can't deny. Yeah. I don't know what Mela did. I think I picked that as well, if I remember right. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't you actually remember. He, he won the game. Without Xenos, you'd never did have been Did you say you can't hate Xenos? Yeah, he's, no, he saved still... the day. Is that, okay, I didn't hear Mela actually say that. I don't disagree. I don't agree with Mela on that. You can end very easily singer, hate Xenos. The end singer would not have been killed without what is happening. Xenos <laughs> turning into Whether or not that's true, Mela, it doesn't mean that you can't hate him. <laughs> Mela's sawing chaos in here. I don't get this. Uh, I know what that Mela liked. Mela used. Remember, Mela used to like Xenos at yeah, the end Mela of liked Storm Storm Everyone, everyone used to like Xenos. And then there's been this global wipeout. I think wipe you're very the... mistaken oh, on that. excuse me. Because <laughs> even in Stormblood Mela, I found Xenos to be a very, we, like... We actually have on record how, how we felt about Xenos. And it is very clear that none of us, everyone, except for you, were a big fan of Xenos. Um, okay. Right. Uh, anyways, uh, more important stuff about the grapes. Um, the detail is reduced on objects like the grapes that most people won't see very closely to help people's performance remain stable. However, this time, the low-poly grapes stood out because they were focused on in a cutscene. Also, apparently there's been requests for merch of the grapes to which Yoshida said joke items don't actually sell. Uh, look that at our true. store. That's literally our store. We're not mm -hmm. right now, though. We don't have any joke items. Oh, well, the fucking the tree. Bath, the bath, the oh yeah, that's true. Actually. That's kind of a joke. Time will tell if that doesn't sell. I know. Mm. I, I know. I have one sale, and that's for myself that I will use for my shower. <laughs> um, 
Okay, anyways, um, yes, th this is the thing that I've had a problem with in this game for a long time, and that's sometimes they have low-quality assets, and I'm, you know, that's fine, but why the fuck do you focus on it? Like, why would you have, like, a, sh a close-up of, like, again, uh, Raoban's, like, cape? Oh, like, good. I love it when that why do you do that? Like, because we will see it and be like, oh, that's really ugly. <laughs> there is no other reaction in your mind than, oh, that looks ugly. They don't want you looking at his cape. You're supposed to be looking at his face and only his face. Don't let your eyes wander. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, and how the how the grapes... And again, I, I think that was really telling of that cutscene was because they're so used to it. They're like, ah, people are used to us having some shitty graphics. Who cares about the polygonal the grapes? A lot of people did because that was a big standout in that. I forgot what the rest of that cutscene was about. I only remember the grapes. Um, right. I forgot what MMO I was playing. Yeah, I thought I was playing RuneScape. RuneScape, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. In the final dialogue with Astinian, just before the end of the final Endwalker quest, he says something about a strange costume. This is the guy in a blue elephant suit in Imperium, who's actually Emmerich. I mean, I'm yeah. sure people have figured this out by now. Yes, that's yes. That's just... Now, now Yoshida has said it, too. Um, the devs made adjustments to the Argos mount to make it <laughs> cuter. They failed. It's so cute. Mission failed. <laughs> Adorable. It is the ugliest dog Beautiful I have ever eyes. seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of ugly Majestic. dogs. There is something um demonic about its design and i can't put my finger on it it is it is as if a human skull uh, got like mutated and turned into like a dog uh that's what happened uh and it is it is really upsetting yeah, how dare you? and i hate that we're forced to get that mount i have to know that i have that mount uh and it mm -hmm. makes me uncomfortable you weren't just forced to get it. You were forced to ride on it during integral yeah. parts of the MSQ. All I can think about is that mm -hmm. like commercial, the 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 chips, the crisps commercial from Japan. <laughs> Consume punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is literally the same dog. Okay. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, the devs had Kaworu in mind when they made the end. Who was that? When the. Uh, it's a character from Evangelion. Oh, of course it is. Uh, in mind when they made the Endwalker post credit scene showing Elidibus and Elpis. Translator's note. Now I think of it, the cutaway to Elidibus in that scene and Kaworu in a... In, I can't read. Kaworu. Kaworu in especially the Rebuild movies do have a similar mysterious silver-haired pretty boy drops vague hints on plot vibe. Edit. A comment points out Elidibus and Kaworu had the same voice actor. Ishida Akira. I should have realized this, this, especially with all the fun I've been having with the Laha Brea equals car stuff the devs did in Abyssus. Char. I don't um, know any don't of know that weeb shit Char. that just happened. I, I can... I can <laughs> yeah. I love that you say that. that when a lot of it has influenced the game. Um, I would have never Didn't drawn... It. It's actually very... In <laughs> this is very interesting because... I never made the comparison of Elidibus to this particular character type that's very common in anime and, like, other Japanese media, with like the mysterious white-haired young man. Yeah. Um, I never made that connection because of the fact that our Elidibus has such an old man voice that I would have never... Because these characters are normally designed to be, like, sort of androgynous, androgynously appealing. 
but because of how Elidibus is characterized, or at least presented to us in the English version, I don't know if it translates. Ah, okay. Well, there you well, go. That's um, fine. I like our Elidibus. Yeah. Whether or not he looks like this little man. Well, I think the issue is that like they gave they made his they picked his voice actor long before his canonical appearance appeared. Oh, uh, yeah. Now it just feels yeah. very out of place. Yeah. Okay, in some other tidbits, the dev's code name for the Landwaffe mount is Zoid. I'm sorry. Oh my god, is that for a Zed Knights and Zoids reference? Oh my god, that's cool. What are Zed Knights? Zed Knights and Zoids was this... I don't even really know, but I have we have loads of figures of them from when I was a child. It must oh. have been some TV Zoid, show. Because Zoids is an anime, I don't know anything about Zed Knights. I feel like it's more likely to be referencing something that is a Japanese product than whatever you're referencing, unless that is also Japanese. I'm, I'd have to look into this. But okay. I'll, I'll see if I can get back to you at some point. But okay. It was a big thing when I was a child. Um, all right. The size of the Final Fantasy XIV development team is now about 230 people. I assume that's just on the programming side, or at least like the internal side. I imagine it doesn't include things like voice actors and stuff like that. Development team. So that would hmm. be them, yes. Like how far does the development team expect? Ex Anyone like, who works go... on the game code or does like anything uh, that goes into the game. I mean, a music. voice actor wouldn't be a developer. See, yeah, I know. But the thing is like, that's the thing. Like like how, how much to do with the game code is Soken doing? That's Well, like, that's music. That's, that's definitely dev. That's on the dev side, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, See, that's like... Because he's developing like, music for the game. Yeah. Yeah. In studio, people, whereas the voice actors like, they hire that, for like a day, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I assume it also includes like the translation team, translation the team, writers. art team, concept, localization, yeah. all that. Yeah, it's it's localization because I think the localization team is very big. For fourteen, doesn't fourteen have like their own localization team? Yeah, it does. But like, how? M and I know that the localization team is very like large. This is very nitpicky. Makes... <laughs> we were like trying to figure <laughs> no, out exactly where the where the line goes. Like, if the localization team includes like I think it includes like up to twenty people, yeah, that, then that already significantly shrinks the amount of people that are in the like. I mean, two hundred thirty people is, is still a lot of people. Uh, I mean, like removing twenty, that's two hundred and ten still. I don't know. I don't know what a dev. Uh, he says we're just like, gonna have to go with the development team, and then whatever that it's, means, yeah. it's the important people that make the game. It uh, ultimately feels like a small number when you consider all the names that scroll past you at the end. Of that's true. <laughs> that but like, true. There, there are there's stuff in there that don't count, like QA doesn't like factor yeah, into QA that. Yeah, QA people are probably hired out. Mm. Yeah, and QA Voice might... Voice are hired out. Yeah, exactly. And they're like separate departments as well yeah. within like Square Enix. Battle team, design team, story team, all that. Yeah. They're all on the payroll. Yeah. yeah. All right. It, anyway. it is a small number of people. It's surprising. It is surprising, but I think. Oh no, is it? I think it's a pretty big it's number. Like, yeah. It's hard to know. No, you have to think. Compared to normal MMOs, put two hundred and thirty people in a room and say you're like imagine they're they're working on a game, like one game. Maybe it is a big number. It's hard to. Like, I don't know how many it's people usually work on MMOs. Yeah. Well, you don't want like people... fifty people working on like like textures because then you'll have to look like they have to no, like no. coordinate like imagine how nightmarish that is 
I don't know. But I think they, it's... they have like the like the the droid people like texture designer, but then they have the texture lead yeah. who signs off. But that's just so one have, like, person. The... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then that goes up the chain. So they've they've probably got a a reasonable number of. Let's say there are like of... ten departments or uh, fifteen departments yeah. within the game. That's fifteen people. Those are the leads of that, right? And then they maybe they have. This is too much. <laughs> We've got. We're starting this. Conversation this is crazy. We, we, can't, we can't go here. Anyways, Yoshida says the dev team is two hundred and thirty people. They're made... okay. The original yeah. WoW was made by forty people. Yeah, there so you go. That is... That's really low. I'm telling you, it's quite significant. Yeah, it's quite if you start running the numbers, um, there may come a time to talk about what happens to the first from here, uh, from here on out after the end of Shadowbringers. But right now, it isn't time to address that yet. I agree. Okay. It yeah. really, it didn't. Yeah, it seems too soon to talk about the first again. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few last remnant staff now working in uh, Creative Business Unit 3. Interesting. Okay. That was meant to be a good game. Yeah. Um, with, the, with the popularity of the new movie in Japan, he says he can't stop talking about One Piece. Yeah. Uh, plus yeah. I'm just never going to watch that show. I'm just going to have to watch... Uh, Probably about seven episodes a day for three or four years consecutively, and then I can catch up. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was, I thought I was impressive when I got through like an 120 episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nope. God. Uh, okay. New Final Fantasy 16 info is coming in October, which is the month we've just crossed into. Hey. He previously indicated a new trailer is penciled in for October. So. Well, Give us that gameplay. Notice that there is a difference between those two things. Previously, he said there would be a trailer. This time, he only said there would be information. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, don't. Yeah. We won't get, I won't get <laughs> gameplay. I want to see but gameplay. I don't, I don't want. I don't want storyline. I don't want you to tell me what the quest is because no, you told, told us too. No, you told us enough. You told us too much story. That, Just I do a side quest. I wouldn't mind seeing more characters. That's the only thing that well, I really want. Yeah, because yeah, maybe, maybe. But then it'll but... be exciting to see who pops up and we'll be like, oh, that's cool. They added someone here. I know that, that Mela, Mela wants like nothing, like reveal, mm. which I don't is like unrealistic. <laughs> but yeah, I, I yeah, I get I, it. I, I've got over sort of that a bit. That like era is en- over. I'm afraid. I like to enjoy. Like I, I don't want them to just tell me the entire plot before the game is released. I agree. Uh, no, well, no. I don't think anyone really enjoys knowing the entire plot of something before they go into it. I'd like to know the I, I ov- want... overview, though, so I know what yeah, a the world the is early that I'm going into. And some of the world, mm. yeah. It's uh, still so much about the world itself that I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. But I'd love to see some just full gameplay of like picking up a quest and going out and doing it. Just yeah, get a feel of what the, how the game works, like what. Is, yeah, what's what like? the pacing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, okay, um, that is what we got from uh, that stream. Um, before we jump into the main interview, uh, we are going to have a little bit of a mogmail uh, moment. A mogmail moment. Um, so let's let's jump into it. Let's just do. Let's just. Uh, we can do one mogmail at least. <laughs> oh. I can already see who the next one is. <laughs> it's from Twin Towers Among Us, which is still a post-show <laughs> meme. 
Uh, a hearty... Why are you doing this Hello. to me? Hello to uh -huh. you speakers. First of all, please allow me to apologize for my last letter, the speculation on void sent settlements. I sent it in the week before patch 6.2 dropped and never thought you'd read my cursed meme name the day before 9-11. <laughs> I spat my drink when you read it out. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Not sorry that... enough to change your name. No. Anyway. <laughs> now that it's all but confirmed that Zero is a shard of us, even resembling the 1.0 hero protagonist what? artwork... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, I don't know if okay. I agree with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes. I wonder if she'll end up being an anti-Ardbert. Uh, Where Ardbert was reviled by his people, Zero is a leader. Where Ardbert allowed himself to rejoin with us, Zero straight up says she'd rather die. Will these little differences build up until she becomes a tragic last boss? Also, would kind of be weird for us to just rejoin all parts of ourselves while opposing the rejoining as a whole? Uh, kind of hypocritical. Thoughts? Hypocritical. Oh, sorry. Hip hypocritical. Wow. Uh, uh, thoughts? P.S. What would be a better name for me if I decide to write in again? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say right now, anything but that. <laughs> just yeah. not... Mm. Let's not put, like, tragic events as our, yeah. uh, our Maybe, like, usernames. Maybe, nice, like, squall heartily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what happened to, like, good old, like, XX Sephiroth, XX... <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um... One winged or, angel. Why don't you? 20. You yeah. could. You could. Maybe you could use your name, but put X in it and then rearrange it. <laughs> yes. And people won't know. We'll yeah. All know, but other people won't know. Yeah. Do like a fucking uh, yeah nobody name. Uh, okay. Right. So first of all, I wouldn't say all but confirmed that zero yeah, is I a short of us. That was very presumptuous. Yeah. yeah. Very presumptuous. I don't know what you're on about. Uh, Quite frankly, no. I kind of like the idea that um, what's his name, Evil Nightman. What's his name again? E Sorry, who? Evil, Evil Nightman. The... Golbez. Oh, Golbez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of. No, I I haven't eliminated the possibility that he's our shard on the. the All right, we did think about that. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be a yeah. Definitely, zero is the easy option. Mm. Golbez is the more interesting option. Yeah. I yeah. I'm not I'm still not I don't know yet. I feel like there's not enough to go on to like Golbez is talking about war and preparing for war. Yeah. The only war we know about that happened there was the Contra Memoria. Yes. Event. Mm. Yeah. Maybe there's just this like maybe they're all like stuck in some weird loop or stuck in the past something he could be preparing to go against the baddies who knows like, yeah. we don't know anything about oh yeah him. that's true yeah again there's not enough information i think about him this might be a red herring um what's exactly. going on so uh, definitely not all but confirmed no definitely maybe not he's doing stuff for the benefit of his people maybe he maybe he understands that living on the 13th is not a way to live and that's why mm. he wants to bring his his him and his army to like any other shard that has like ether yeah to yeah exactly. yeah yeah that's yeah. true he it might be good for him and his people but not necessarily for us or whatever shard I, is aiming for new playable race mm. void voidson i guess but voidson can be well, anything no i don't no, yeah voidson can be anything it would be having a tribe voidson i could tribe. see that being a thing 
Well, I don't know if they'd make it a void sent tribe, but if it, if like say next expansion, there's like one or two zones in the void, I could see them like I don't know, gremlin tribe or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah for Lalafell. Yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> and but I I will say that I still I don't I. I do like the idea of Zero being a villain at some point. Well, that's what we talked like about. Yes. We yeah. talked about that yes. like a couple of weeks ago. That uh, Zeromus might be what Zero mm. becomes at the end. Um, mm. Yeah, I see that. I don't want Xenos. Xenosmus. No, that the, I don't want. <sighs> Remember, there is always that connection. So as long as Zero is here, there's always a threat of Xenos. Just mm. pretty sure Zero will tragically die saving us and when her ether goes into the live stream it mingles with xenos's ether which hasn't quite it's like he's leaking out of this world into the live stream because he's got well, he's such a cool character it takes him ages to die no he's no he, his, his thing mate, like, he has not his, returned his, to the live stream has he yeah he's, he's, oh, yeah, he's in oh yes floating in space yeah no he's all yeah he's at the far end of a space mailer yeah no, he came back <laughs> <laughs> Unless the live stream can pull people's souls from into the entire length of the universe away, I, I'd like to think that he's gone and gone forever. It moves in mysterious yeah. ways, so maybe it can, and he rejoins with her, and they amalgamate into zero. See, the thing is, <clears throat> I feel like with the existence of other planets, we've learned that like life, the live stream is a unique property to our planet. Like there are planets out there that don't have live streams. Isn't mm -hmm. that weird? Yeah, I is. don't. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, I'd rather not know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I think we disagree on the fact that uh, you, uh, zero is a shard of us. But I think I think you're onto something with the tragic last boss. I think Zeromus might be her final form yeah. or something. That's hence that I think the name is so on the nose that mm -hmm. it'd be weird almost if she's not. But hey, could be another red herring. You know, they like doing those. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, okay, anyways, thank you. Uh, I'm just going to call you uh, XX One Winged Angel 69 XX. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, thank you for your mock mail. another question? Yes. This one ties into what we talked about in a way, so I think we can do mm -hmm. that. All right, next. It's from Blake Eclipse from Genova. Hello, speakers. I figured I'd throw my gold. What? A normal name. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, hello, speakers. I figured I'd throw my Golbez theory at you. Golbez is known to have a shadow dragon in four, which has more spoilers. Which has led many to think uh, Asdaya will become will become that. But I think no, Golbez. As as, <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> ignore that. I think Golbez may be Asdaya, or at least a Nidhogg-like shade Beautiful. of her, possessing something through her eye. We know dragon eyes contain uh, their will and can be used to influence or manipulate the eye bearer. We have seen Golbez appear to have a singular eye. Untold power in comparison to other void dwellers lack, lack the void scent hunger and somehow be able to keep a dragon subdued. This would also tie into the FF4 homage the devs are going for in a way I won't spoil. So could Azdaya be Golbez oh, or am I just overthinking you, this? This is where you stop yourself. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd but like this theory. Be Golbez. That's an interesting mm. theory. And so mm -hmm. she, now he, is building an army 
to As some... free herself? Maybe she... Well, not, not, maybe not even to free, free herself, but like maybe to go on what we were saying with the last topic, maybe she has, re- as someone who has come from the source and who has seen like what a normal shard looks like, a normal healthy shard looks like, she's like, these people don't deserve this. I need to bring them somewhere where they they can thrive. Yeah. Hmm. As Daya had yeah, her eyes doing... closed in the cutscene, apparently, so we never saw her eyes. Mm. That's mm. fair. Interesting. Why would Asdaya capture herself? Well, we don't know that. If if, Maybe if this theory is correct, her, then she is she might be lying. Like she's not actually captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just presenting herself that Tiamat, way. Tiamat, to... uh, as an example, uh, where she could she could leave her confines just fine. Yeah, anytime mm-hmm. she wanted, but she chose to but stay. She there. Chose to stay because she's a horrible. Well, oh, at first woman. she chose to stay because she was punishing herself. But don't worry, that was retcon when they said, I'm actually tempered, so that's why I've chosen yeah. to stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was punishing herself in my canon. That's it. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, again, we're. Uh, this is what happens when we're like, we've just been presented with, uh, you know, new lore, and there's no f- development. We've not had any development yeah. yet. So that's where we get all these wild theories. Um yeah, I mean, it can happen. I mean, the, the one-eye Golbez is... It's a thing, you know? So... It, mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't throw this out the window. We haven't seen mm-hmm. Asdaias yet, uh, other than in I the flashback. I think something that I think will be interesting with Asdaia is that she left during a period of time when... Presumably, mankind and dragon hate each other still. No, the Merosidians were lived alongside. Um, uh, oh, dragons. I, I yeah, that's true. Yeah, how yeah, long? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, maybe she was alright. She yeah. Yeah, the Dragon Song War was like a thousand That'd years have been ago. Later, and that, yeah, and so. also the Dragon Song War was only with between Nidhogg's Brood and Ishgard. Not yeah, every. And the Allegans were like three thousand years ago. So that's like. 2,000 no, yeah, years before fair. the Dragon Song War, anyway. So, she's not heard about any. They live. I think. Well, I so thought it was 10,000 years. Oh, was it 10,000 years ago? Right. Yeah. I mean, if it was 3,000 years ago, we would have gone through the War of the Magi, the Fourth Astral Era. A lot, a lot between now and then. And I always forget the sixth that Astral Era was 1,500. I always years forget long. that the Sixth Astral was 1,500 years. Like that's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I always think that they're so short these eras, but no. It's no. like 1,500 years. Um, okay. And that was considered a short Alleg, era. Alleg, Alleg was like 5,000 years ago. That would make more sense as well yeah, in terms four of or like five the length of each thousand. era. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know they recently said it. I think it was in, it might have been in one of the Tales from the Dawn or it could have been in the MSQ. I can't remember exactly when, but I know they've confirmed the amount of time. Okay. So right. Breacher says it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, okay, well there you go. Uh, thank you, uh, Blake. Um, thank you for your mogmails. You can send in more mogmails at speakersxiv.com/mogmail. But now we must move on to the interview. Um, this is what the interview. What is this? What <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> this is just a picture of Yoshi P and his best friend. That's really good. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, anyways, Yoshi P uh, was interviewed by Eurogamer. <laughs> Eurogamer. <laughs> there are times when I question myself. Uh, <laughs> this was one of them. Uh, he looks like the 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 head from uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> Sword on. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Eurogamer interviewed Yoshi P recently about um, um, on how to uh, yeah six point two um, and how he made the ultimate MMORPG, and also about playing solo in a multiplayer word world, which oh, is God. the never-ending. It's the topic almost all video game journalists are bringing up now when they talk to anyone who uh, directs an MMO. It's like mm-hmm. solo play. Yeah, uh, MMO. how can I play this without interacting in your massive multiplayer <laughs> game? Yes. <laughs> okay, let's jump into well, it. We're not going to that. No. Uh, okay. The recently added patch 6.2 was arguably Final Fantasy XIV's most diverse update yet. Front and it's center. True, and it's not even over yet. Right. True. Uh, front and center was the Island Sanctuary, a farming life sim mode that offers a relaxing alternative to dungeon battling through duties and raids. That was on top of more main scenario and side quests, treasure hunts, housing options, and an extension of the duty support feature that lets players quest alone. All of this variety is in line with producer and director Naoki Yoshida's idea of the ultimate MMORPG. Quote, My idea of the ultimate MMORPG is one in which each player playing the game can pick and choose the content they want to play, and the developers take into account the myriad values held by the players responding to as many requests as possible, he told Eurogamer. Um... So what I mean to say is the game will further develop if it can meet the needs of many players, not just the needs of a particular type of player. In my eyes, the ultimate ideal is not playing all the game content, but being able to choose what content you want to play. So that that's, so that's something that can be seen in like some of the role-playing features like instruments and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would also say that there are people that don't play every piece of content. I don't know if that's necessarily us, but like there are people that don't touch PvP. There are people that don't touch like every job because they don't need they don't feel the need to. Yeah. So they just there's a story left in the game that's untouched for them. Yes. That's true. But yeah. I also feel there are people that even if they absolutely detest content, they will feel an obligation or a need to do it for whatever reason. And so yeah, like having me. too much content, mm-hmm. you know, there needs to be a balance. Yeah. You need to think about the balance of it. Yeah. I think this is, a, I think he, it, I think we've talked about, we've talked about this endlessly about how oh, MMOs have to adapt to the current, the world right now. And I think, mm-hmm. I, I am like, I feel like I have to play everything. Like when in an MMO, I feel like I have to have at least done some of it. But now there are players mm. that come into the game and are like, I only want this. And that's mm-hmm. all they do. Like they have no like PvP profile. They have no like they haven't unlocked certain things. I'm like, are you I <laughs> But that's how people it's play. weird, isn't it? But yeah, you know. Good on them, I guess. Yeah. Like, at least 
they, at least they, they can prioritize their time. Yes. Yeah, and they can co- fully complete the things they enjoy rather than having yeah. many things half finished. Yeah, yeah. So they can afford to play other games. Yes. Exactly. Like, like, like Chad saying, Rollo's friends that only play Mahjong. <laughs> yeah, good That's on them. True. That's crazy to me. Like, some people just log in to play, like, Gold Saucer. That's all they've unlocked is, like, Gold Saucer. Whoa. Okay. That's pretty oh. crazy. Yeah. There are some people that have probably never done a leave quest in their life, Lakeel. That's horrible. That's horrible to think <laughs> about. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they, do, they don't really force you to do a leave quest oh. anymore, do they, in the MSQ? Didn't you have to or, do one when you got to, no. like... You'd used to before, but I don't think they do that you anymore. You used to. I don't think that it ever forces you. It's possible they might think that leave quests are only for gatherers and crafters, Lakeel. Yeah. Don't say that. What's even worse is that if they don't do the initial leave quest, I think they never unlock battle leaves. I don't think that ever... I think you need to do one of the city-state quests to unlock, to get the like leave quests unlocked. Which, yeah. Hmm. It's crazy. There are people who, I mean, or did there's probably even less people who don't temple leaves. <laughs> oh my! To be honest, Mela, I don't even know temple leaves existed when I did Heavenswood. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I only did them for the amber for the the in, amber the in case vile yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. God, God, it was those horrible. Days. So disappointing. I still remember so vividly doing those like temple leave quests down in like you know Charlian, old Charlian. Uh, that area uh and just realizing that it's just this it's just the same leaves we've been doing for years yeah yeah but they just last longer <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god you, you pay 10 leaves but you get the xp for about three yes yeah mm. yeah. yeah yeah uh i don't like that and the best part is that you have to pick them up in this guy then go to other zones to do them yes yeah dude i have to say that's the worst that's I think that's how they killed leaves. Like one of yes. many steps they took to kill leaves was when they removed the return to leave me option. Because now it's just return to nearest settlement. How's that going to fucking help me? I need to deliver it to the leave meat. They're not necessarily. I'm not. You're well, sending me somewhere the, else. <laughs> the Realm Reborn ones still work. It's just in Heavenswood, they couldn't because the game is. The game back then was not advanced enough to do that via a mechanic such as Lee's because they are able to do it in the MSQ now. They can send you from one zone to another. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? It's they know, I mean, Lee's were always going to die because Battle Leaves just don't give enough XP. Which, again, is such. Oh, God, I'm but so tired of defending here's the Leaves. Thing. <laughs> battle Leaves do at lower levels, I think. Yeah. I at think low levels, they give. Like yeah. Your, I think if you do like your five or if you really want to, 20 leaves for the challenge logs, like the experience from the leaves themselves plus the challenge logs is pretty worth it at those levels. Yeah. At low levels, but it, it tapers off too well, quickly. Like you're not going to do, you know, you can't level with leaves at like level 40 to 50. Yes, you can. Well, I did. Not 40 to 50. Well, remember there was the huge big nerf. There was like the big nerf of leaves that happened at some point mm. where they lowered the base EXP gain oh, that is tro- on all leaves. And I think from that point on, mm. you can level, but it takes it longer ages. than it used to. Like before, that was like, if you were you good can with four leaves. You four at a time as well. If you, yeah, exactly. No. But Here's the well, point. You, you can do yeah. four at a time. Plus, if you're in a zone that has grand company leaves, you can do ten. Uh, that's true. And yeah. if you have a friend you can leave share oh, and that no doubles what you both have. Who the hell does that? 
You no, get the EXP from them. No, no one, one leaves with other people. Yeah. Actually, I I would I would happily say I reckon about seventeen people who have ever played this game have ever leave Mayla, shared. But this yeah. is we've leave shared, but we leave shared after it was nerfed. Imagine if leaves gave the amount of EXP that they used to. And there was actually good loot to be found. Remember that there was random treasure coffers that would spawn as well during your leave? Yeah, you could yeah. find treasure uh, with yeah. gear in it. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. they just never updated them. So now you just get like a level three, like gray, like fucking boot. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. nice. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in my collection. Uh, but imagine if they kept that like... He's talking about having different types of content for different kinds of people. Why have they not updated the leaves to make I that agree with additional you. content? I think leaves, battle leaves should be up to the end level cap and they should give you proportionately decent XP where you can go through like 10 to 15 leaves. Oh No, well, I don't know. 10 leaves per level at like level 60, yeah. 70, 80, 90, like a, yeah. a good enough amount that it's worth doing. I don't know what the exact number would be. I've always said that one way to bring back leaves was to like, to add them as like a method of mixing up gameplay in, um, in exploration zones, mm. like mm. Diadem and uh, Bosia. Yeah. Yes. Not Diadem. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that as like a exploratory thing where you'd go and you pick up your daily leaves or your hunts or whatever mm. and then you'd run out and you do your daily stuff and that's for like the relic or for whatever it doesn't matter what it's for yeah it's a great way of doing just end game like you could get gill and tomes from it or lower level mm -hmm. leveling yeah 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 it, it's such a good idea also it's so easy to but do. also i have to say leaves is like his he always talks about like playing solo that's essentially what leaves allow you to do yeah you yeah. can play alone <laughs> You, sometimes Imagine I don't want to do a duty. Actually, was so yeah. level, and you didn't just have to suffer killing one mob at a time for like right. fifteen minutes of fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone, this has been your seasonal leave defense. Yeah. By the yes. Speakers. Please bring we back the goddamn with your regularly leaves. scheduled interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, how much of each ty uh, type of content to imp we've started the the. It this is back to the interview yeah. just for the audio <laughs> listeners as well. <laughs> this might be jarring. Uh, how much of each type of content to implement is determined through discussions among the core staff, including myself as director, the assistant director, the content director, the battle director, and so on. Having said you that... all these jobs you actually pay? <laughs> having said that, at the end of the day, it boils down to making a judgment based on what we feel would be appropriate. So we will release the content and then uh, iteratively... Uh, make adjustments while keeping an eye on the player feedback. <laughs> Do you like that when I yeah. when I encounter a word I'm uh, not sure about, I say it and then there's a pause. I'm waiting for a correction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, makes I mean, sense. yeah. yeah you makes need sense. to. You, that's how you make content. You don't keep making content for things that people either don't want or don't talk about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't do. They would have those stats as well internally. Yeah. And that's why Blue Mage is still low level. <sighs> Probably. It's, I mean, it's level seventy. It's not that. No, I know. Got it's just in like point in four. It's five point four. That's not that long ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is for those people who only do blue mage. I imagine. Yeah. If there's people who only do blue That's mage, fair. 
it sucks for them. I suspect we'll get a Blue Mage update in one patch this expan- This expansion. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to 80. New mount, maybe. Or yeah. new titles, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV has proven to be incredibly popular with the series fan base and financially successful for Square Enix. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, wow. With an ever-growing audience of players, it's clearly important to diversify content and provide something for everyone. It's so sad that XIV has to carry... Square Enix on its shoulders uh, because we mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. Square Enix is all over the place right now, <laughs> so uh, better keep playing this game, everyone. Otherwise, they might be it's in trouble. All over the place, but I feel like it's got a lot of good int- or at least interesting games coming out in the next couple of months. Well, let's hope they don't tank. Minimum, yeah, it's got like three or four interesting games. Seven, obviously, everything related to seven is going to do well. And two seven games, mm-hmm. sixteen tactics yeah. over for spoken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Harvestella. 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 Not all of them will be good. Uh, spoken, yeah, Octopath but... Traveler 2. Oh, yeah, Octo 2. True. Octo 2. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, quite a, a smorgasbord yeah. of um, interesting games. But at the moment of this episode, not great. N- not great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Various true. day life. Yeah. Oh, favorite titled game. <laughs> oh yes. I hate this trend that I think Octopath uh, Traveler started, where they just release the game with like the the yeah the, the t- well, development name. Yeah. Like, working title. I working both, title. I find like a sort of dark amusement from like the way they just sort of just jam words together. Like, yeah. We have made a game title. Yeah. Yeah. This game has eight stories. Yeah. Octopath. Yep. Well, it was I Project think Octopath originally made. Like that's they true. Traveler yeah. I think Octopath without Traveler sounds cooler, personally. Yeah, because it's just it makes one it sound word. Like, but... I think it kind of makes it sound like a venereal disease. <laughs> I've got, oh, God, I caught the Octopath. Uh, I've yeah. got Octopath. I got right Octopath now. right now. I'm, I'm legally. I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the main point is not that we are focusing exclusively on single-player content in particular, but rather that the scale of the game, its content... No, you skipped something. Oh, shit, in the bag. The duty support system may initially seem to be an odd fit. After all, Final Fantasy XIV is a multiplayer game, so why allow players to complete duties solo? Yoshida believes it can provide an entry point to the game. Slippery mm. slope. Yeah? Mm. Well... <laughs> It could also be a slippery slope in the other direction, though, Mela, for new players. They start solo, and then they realize, hmm, there are a lot of people running around here. Uh, maybe I should try to play with someone. I mean, it's not so much an issue with the MSQ. Again, this is, that's where the, the, um, the duty support exists. But, like, people just don't do old content as much, so it definitely True. helps to have this yeah. it's also as fu- a backup. It's also but future-proving for as well, yeah. when the game dies. Mm. Uh, the main point is not that we're focusing exclusively on single-player content in particular, but rather that the scale of the game, its content, and development has finally grown to the extent that we can provide content tailored to solo players, he said. Another reason is that in further developing Final Fantasy XIV and expanding its scale, I want to guide people who have been thinking that connecting with other players is a pain in MMORPGs so that, they al- so that ultimately they'll come to appreciate the fun of playing with others. As an entry point into the game, being able to play the main scenario solo is a huge plus. That's true. See, there you go, it's the main. It's the main like thing for a Final Fantasy game is the story. Yes. No one wants to be yeah. 
cut out of it for 40 minutes in a queue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting all these people to dip their toes in the water and then they're going to be like drawn in by like the infery that that is the 14 player base. Yeah. 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 They'll be they'll be so naive that have done all of their dungeons with Thancred and all the lads. Yeah. And then suddenly they'll be like, oh, maybe I'll try playing f- with others. And then it's, why aren't you DPSing more? <laughs> Stupid healer. You're supposed to be DPSing and healing me. Yeah. Like well, they first, and... They'll first get that experience with King Molomog. So I'm sure that, that's, that's a wonderful that's... introduction to other yeah, people. That's true. Why aren't you killing the right enemies, you stupid tank? That's not a thing anymore, Mela. <laughs> no. True. <laughs> Uh, the islands. Yeah, go on. What? No, it's just nothing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. The island sanctuary is a further extension of the diversification of content. Uh, I wanted to provide a place where players could li- 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 leisurely. I almost, I almost said that in a weird way. Leisurely spend their time without participating in battles. <laughs> you sound like. Leisurely, leisure, leisure. You sound like le- the, I can't say it anymore. Much, you sound like the too much butter. Leisure, <laughs> leisurely, spend their time yes, without participating. Either is fine. Yeah, without participating in battles. I've also had two G fuels before the stream. I just want to say that now. It was also our <laughs> aim to yes oh, to cover the needs that housing could not, such as letting one's minion roam free and expanding the area available to players. Eventually, as I was walking, sorry, thinking about these things, a popular Japanese TV show ended up giving me the idea of the island concept, and the content took shape as you see it today, he said, laughing. Mm. Island Sanctuary has been one of the, at least up till now, I feel like it has been a success. Like, Great of success. The, of, we often get like things that they promise for like months or years up until their eventual release, and then they're just yeah. disappointing to at least... A, segment of the player base but i feel like island sanctuary for the most part has been received well by it's been an absolute joy to go through it's also just not not something you really like sometimes when they add things to the game it's like oh god i have to do it i'll miss out never happened with island sanctuary i'm i'm as far behind as i want to be i don't care about how far others are because it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. uh like I haven't even looked for any special creatures. I have like one, which uh, which is a kid kidney stones, which is the 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 yellow goblin. Um, that's that's all I have. I don't care. Uh, and I haven't been in that's there for the like a week. I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I animals said, are starving. My animal. No, I have. I've given. But they can't die. I made like a million no, feeds, and they're being handled. So. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, my animals are doing great. Yeah, I got the bike, yeah, so I feel like I've achieved what I wanted. There are the other mounts, of course. I'm going to get those eventually, but as you know, I don't really care about mounts, so I'll take it when I get it when I get it. There's also gear, equestrian roles. Yeah. Yeah. Minions. Mm-hmm. Wings. I'll get it when I get it. Well, I wasn't going to bring up the fashion accessories. Wings. Just <laughs> some wings. No. Not getting the wings. In my it's also in a really my... good way to get crafting and gathering material, to be honest. True. That is that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the rare material. Yes. Which hopefully now it'll actually go down in price. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, indeed, the team has been criticized for its handling of housing in the game, a feature that's been overwhelmed with p- popularity. Instead, the island sanctuary provides a space where players can look after animals, cultivate the land, 
and express creativity through customization. Sadly, it's only available to players up to oh, date in the story spammy. rather than being accessible from the start, but this is all tied into the plot. Exactly. So that's not something you can complain about, any. Yeah. You can visit it still. You can visit yeah. other people's yeah. islands. Yeah. Also, it really makes me think, you know, that uh, housing sucks in the game, right? It's stupid. The system is yeah, stupid. Yes. And it becomes more apparent when you play Island Sanctuary. It's like, this is essentially, we could have housing here. But instead, you can they have a cottage. Yeah, you're essentially building it. a cottage. But why can we not place furniture? Like, why is that so difficult? Like, it isn't. It's because they don't want to damage the housing system, which is shitty. <laughs> the The housing system is bad. Uh, so they don't want to damage the housing system. I fear it's just spaghetti. I don't know. I feel. Uh, don't we already know that the island sanctuary is hosted on the same like server system as housing? It is houses on the same server system, but that doesn't mean that they're entirely like interchangeable. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know about the back some end information, of but the I mean, it's it, it like it'll just say plot one is workshop, yeah, and then with some extra information. I don't, I don't know. I, don't I know feel how... like it might be difficult for them to because would it or would you only be able to put outdoor furniture because it's an outdoor area? Oh, I mean, they could classify as entirely as an indoor area if they wanted to. I don't see what. Or they could like if that is. Then you can't do any outdoor. Furniture. Maybe they could do a flag where both oh, yeah. go. I mean, I That's don't know. Difficult. Indoor. Well, no, no. no. Okay, let me let me clarify what I think would be the best solution. Only the cabin is where you can put furniture. Not, not mm. even that. No, I've got a, a better idea, and by better I mean worse. <laughs> that eventually, when they expand, um the the amount of plots you can have for like things you can dedicate one and then you then you have your square of outdoor furniture oh my god yeah and that would that, be lovely that's how i feel like furnishings will eventually come to island sanctuary if they ever do mm. i don't see why they can't just have one plot which you can build a cottage on and then upgrade it to a medium and then a mansion and then it has an indoor because area, i don't like think normal... they i don't think they want an instance within an instance that's their foolish nature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, in uh, sorry. Where possible, I want I did want this content available to players at early levels in the game, but I considered that in the current story we've reached an opportune moment, and we're now in the position to provide such an island to our hero. Hence, in the end, I had no choice but to make clearing 6.0 one condition. Huh? To make clearing 6.0 one condition to access the content. You see, these types of things are tied to the fact that we're extremely particular about Final Fantasy XIV's story, said Yoshida. I've got no... I think it makes sense. I think it would be yeah. stupid to be given an, an entire island at level yeah, rem one. Remember where you are at the beginning of A Realm Reborn. They've like The calamity is literally like still... A, mm. a problem like there's <laughs> the people are still recovering from a horrible disaster and then they're like here's a new island we want to colonize what <laughs> limsa is in no state I, to colonize anything right now way. <laughs> maybe at the maybe after 2.0 you could they could but i don't think they would give you the island i don't think they could justify giving you an island i think no. it would be more like you are an indentured servant Work this land yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. 
uh okay so this you is a much more pleasant way of introducing it to us yes you have to make a thousand calories a day <laughs> uh with so much content added to the game it must be difficult to please everyone something Yoshida recently admitted was Im impacting the final fantasy series as a whole but for its flagship mmorpg specifically he believes further expansions to the game will only benefit players I'm not sure about Final Fantasy XIV becoming so big it doesn't quite satisfy everyone. The larger the game becomes, the more content should be available to suit player preferences. Hence, in my opinion, any growth in the game's scale is basically of benefit to the players, and there's nothing bad that will come out of it, he said. Oh, that's a strong statement to, to live by. Nothing bad will come out of it. <clears throat> I mean, it's probably Well, true, there's nothing but... wrong with content. I mean, also, I'm sure no. that's his goal. I think well, yeah. I think that's always the ideal that nothing bad will come out of it. Right. Yeah. Um, to celebrate the launch, what I think I you know, there are obvious technical difficulties with this MMO. So I personally, and you're all aware of this, don't think the current glamour system is acceptable. But I know it's never going to change to what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. No, he's essentially yes, straight up just said that's never happening. So, a glamour log. The game will become bigger and bigger and bigger, but the glamour system will always remain. Fourteen rubbish. has hey. an extreme technical debt, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, they've done true. so much to it though, from where it started, Mela. You used to have five different. Glamour prisms <laughs> across <laughs> seven different crafters. Yeah, those were the days. And I made so much money. You, you used to be able to not store these i the gear you want to wear anywhere. No. So you just had to you had to pay for retainers if you wanted an excess of what beyond what the game already gave you. Yes. Yeah, yes. we've come such. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you look at it that way, where we've come, they're but. good at keeping up with. Um, the technical debt they are not able to pay it off fully though exactly. but you know that's how yeah. it is um okay um this to celebrate the launch of the island sanctuary a week-long live stream took place in mud shoot <laughs> in mm. mud shoot farm london <laughs> lovingly called mog shoot farm for the oh, occasion yeah. and we're just gonna not mention that uh i'm just gonna say goat see it was a cute way to promote the update, with fans particularly taken with a male chicken renamed Xenos after one of the game's main antagonists. Ah, Xenos. Who calls it a male chicken? You can just call it a rooster. Yeah, no, male chicken. No, male chicken. Yeah, that is weird. Male chicken. Uh, Yoshida was particularly taken with the stream, but can we expect a Xenos chicken minion or mount in the future? Yeah, please. I'll avoid giving any definite answer about whether or not Xenos the Chicken will make an appearance in-game, but I can say that the stream turned out to be a great source of stimulation for thinking up future rewards, he said. <laughs> That's what the man himself said. A great, what, 12 hours? Let's not forget that the first hour of it was in silence. <laughs> it's five days long, Mela. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That was a weird time. That was a it weird. It was just pure silence. Concept. Yeah, yeah. Looking at donkeys in, quite frankly, <laughs> cruel conditions. <laughs> no, they were not. Cruel. And until eventually they they 
tarted up the arena with some like screenshots from the game. <laughs> now and that was the chicken Xena. That somehow <laughs> made it worse was when they put the little cardboard cat cutouts in there. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It was, it was such a fever like, yeah, dream. Would have just been confused. Yeah, like what the hell? Um, I'm thinking that, hell that cat gets such nicer. Place that I do, yeah. as the donkeys rub against each other trying to turn around. <laughs> Those poor donkeys. <laughs> I don't remember them that better. specifically, but yeah. I remember it strongly because I was oh, thinking, you know, remember the windows, have a nice... the windows update oh, as well yeah. that took down the stream? <laughs> that was funny as well. That God. was funny. What a stream. Uh, sort your donkeys out. It's still <laughs> so perplexing. Like, who? Who proposed this? I really want to know. Yeah. Do you know, I think it was probably that, you know, the man who decides the stats for the minion minions? Uh -huh. Obviously, he only gets yeah. like a little bit of work every patch. Yeah. So in his other, you know, his downtime, which is most of his career. Yeah. Um, He just watches <laughs> YouTube videos about animals and he came across much you Oh. Yeah. I'm so sorry to that man. Oof. Yeah. Mo uh, Mog shoot uh, for farm. Uh, that's how they end it. The possibility of a Xenos chicken minion. That would be a nice seasonal event and a nice nod to this time to have a Xenos the chicken. Yeah. I minion. just I just don't want Xenos anything Xenos back. It was so. a nice chicken. It was a nice male chicken. It was a nice oh, male chicken. I'm not against the idea of a Xenos, a rooster Xenos minion. I male think that's chicken. Funny. Yeah, it's funny, but a uh, male chicken is probably a better name for it. To be honest, I think that's pretty good as well. Male chicken. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, anyways, that's uh, it for the main show. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Remember, Spooktober begins tomorrow. Uh, go to speakers6xiv.com slash Spooktober22 to check out our schedule. Um, there are subject to change based on when speaker a certain a certain speaker is available who's not here right now. Um, so uh, <laughs> we'll see if it's yeah. Man of Medan tomorrow. If not, we'll reshuffle. Um uh, remember to follow on Twitter at speakers.xiv, twitch.tv slash speakers.xiv, neutral.com slash speakers.xiv, exclamation Discord in chat if you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, links in the description. Stay tuned if you're watching live, we'll be answering questions from the syndicate, and as promised from last, from yesterday, I'm going to eat a lemon and a lime. So, there you go, what an exciting tease for the post-show. We'll see you there, oh, bye! Wow. <laughs>